all my excitement, I had forgotten to bring something up at the end where I was sitting. Anyway, um, this is a privilege to do the communion. I'm, I'm glad I've been asked. Um, let me get my little notes out here so I can stay on message and not babble and dribble like I normally do. Okay. This, pa this past Thanksgiving, I and Becky traveled by, uh, to northern Illinois to visit with some of her family up there. We try and do that every Thanksgiving, and so it's, we, I think we missed last year because of COVID. But in this, during this time of year, um, when you're traveling in, in uh, November, when you're traveling from Huntsville up towards in northern Illinois, you see more of a pronounced change of scenery. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's enjoyable to see that. You, you kind of see more of winter setting in. You're seeing some of it here now, but you see a lot of it already setting in as you go north. So it makes for kind of, as we're driving, it makes for kind of a neat view. And so we, we enjoy doing that. Um, now, also in the past with this, uh, because of the uh, seasonal changes, um, things like the, uh, you know, the leaves falling off the trees and things turning brown, and the uh, daylight hours getting shorter, I have struggled a lot with uh, what they call SAD, Seasonal Adjustment Disorder. It, um, some, some of you may be aware of it, some of you may have it and not even know about it. It's actually you know, something I, I was struggling with. I was even trying to use artificial lights for quite a while, and it's just, I, just, I get very melancholy during this time of year. And so it was just, you know, it, it, was, a, it was a problem for me. It was a form of depression. But um, as time went on and being here in this church and family, things have gotten better and I've just tried to get more outwardly focused. And what I did is when I was getting ready to do this um, service, thinking about that in the back of my mind, I, I uh, came upon a scripture. I, it's in Ecclesiastes. A lot of you have probably heard of it before, but it's, it's that old song when the birds did that song. It's, um, it's a time for everything. It's Ecclesiastes 3 one through eight. I won't read all of it, but it's, you know, uh, Solomon talks about that there's a time for everything. And so when I was thinking about, you know, doing this communion, I thought about that, you know, this is part of a time for everything. And I, I, I won't read one through eight, but I will read Ecclesiastes nine through 14. Um, he had, what will I say? What does the worker gain from his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men, yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that nothing is better for men than to be happy and good while they live, that, is, that everyone may drink and find satisfaction in his toil. This is the gift of God. I know everything that God does will endure forever. Nothing will be added to it and nothing will be taken from it. God does this so men will revere him. And I, you know, it was just when I was, this, this, I, you know, a lot of us are familiar with these passages, maybe not the last part of Ecclesiastes, but it's, I, I've learned to be accepting the fact that the, the order and the stability of God having the seasons change every year, and, you know, the predictability of that, and, um, you know, the, it's actually, you know, as most uh, um, environmentalists will tell you, it is necessary that the leaves fall and things like that, you know, that's one of the things that makes this planet so green 
and you know is the fact that we do have those changes of seasons it, it i think it gives god gives sabbath if you will to the the fauna and flo, you know foliage around so it, it it's a good predictability it's been around for a long time and i've learned to try and focus on that and uh, just be be glad that god is doing this so he you know it's part of his omnipotence if you will and i i see it as that way okay so um I also would let I would focus on ver, verse three eleven in uh, Ecclesiastes. He he has made everything beautiful in this time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men. I will stop there. The the one of the buzzwords I'm going to use another buzzword in a second is set. God has set eternity in us. He it's imprinted in us. It's not something where we learn. You know, we can we can better understand it when we're in church and you know sharing scripture. But God has put this in us, you know, from the very beginning. And I I I you know it's kind of a reassuring. This is something that's in our DNA, is how I interpret that. So I wanted you to focus on that. Now we're going to finish up with um, going into Hebrews, Hebrews three, eleven three twelve through thirteen. It's one of my favorite uh, memory scriptures from when I first came into the church. It reads, See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. But again, we have a word in that today that's capitalized. And I, I did some reading on the notes why this would be capitalized in almost every book I've ever read, um, every version. It's, um, it's God's, what they say in a lot of the notes I've read, is that um, each day is always the day of divine grace and an opportunity to trust God. So, you know, each day, no matter what happened the day before, we have another ch you know, chance to appreciate God's grace and, you know, the opportunity. And again, this kind of for me, it goes back into the, um, the fact that, you know, again, the, uh, the time for everything, a time for everything, and the, uh, this in the New Testament, you know, for today, we have, again, another chance to enjoy the stability of God, you know, his complete control of everything, if we want, if we want to accept that and not try and resist it, okay? So I wanted to just stop with that, and... Um, we will go to communion. I will pray for that. And I just pray that this was something that, you know, encourages you all as we take communion, the, the stability of family and the stability of God. And uh, we, we are lucky and fortunate when we're in this building to have both. Amen. God, thank you so much. Um, thank you for another morning here, another morning in our, our building, our church, to Today has been, you know, once again, you've made today very special for us. You know, we can capitalize it if we want, or we can just come there, and we can just come and just kind of sit and go through the motions, and then today becomes a lowercase letter, I suppose. But anyway, I thank you for all of this. I thank you for the opportunity to take communion with my fellow, my fellow family members, and we give thanks to us in your son's name. Amen.
In case some of you are wondering, we are deliberately waiting to get all the communion picked up, all the uh, cups and stuff, so as not to hurry into the second part of this, the contribution. Amen. For the contribution, I, I'm not going to read scripture about this. This is a time of year where we're going to be, if you're anything like me, you're going to be distracted. You know, we've got Christmas gifts coming up. We've got, you know, we want to contribute to the church. We wanted, you know, the money is going a lot of different directions. So this can be a stressful time of year. So when we think about contributions, you know, contributions to the, the to community, people who are in need for Christmas, and this church is very generous about that. And, you know, it's just one of the many wonderful things about this. But, you know, I just want you, you know, to be aware that if you're having a stressful time in, you know, December, it's, it's kind of a worldly stress, granted, but it's still very real for us. You know, some of us, you know, we don't know where we're going to spend our money. You know, we want to give, but we also want to, you know, have presents for our children, our grandchildren, or whatever thing like that. So, you know, just be aware that you're not alone if you're having some issues as it draws closer to the end of the December, to, you know, the 25th, and uh, try not to um, close up about it, you know, and be, be real about stressing out, and be real about, you know, the conflict between, you know, godly giving and worldly giving, and just, you know, talk to people about it. Don't, don't stress on this alone. God doesn't want that. God wants joy for us, as I read earlier in Ecclesiastes, you know, all the time, and, you know, just just be real about it if it bothers you this time of year, that, you know, about the money, that you're not, you know, you're not in sin, you're not in any kind of, you know, it's just a patch, a bad patch that can be, you know, if we're not prepared for it, it can, you know, it can really just steal the joy for the rest of this year, so just keep that in mind, and I'll pray for our contribution to the church and to the community. Lord, we, we are a very giving church. I have just, I've always been amazed by, you know, the generosity of, of our time and our money that we give to the community and to one another. And I, I know that you bless our contribution. You don't just always see it in dollars and cents. And we, he, we know that. He, you know, he, we don't, we know we hear it over and over. You don't need our money. But you want our joy and you want our heart. And you want us to be, you know, dependent and reliant on you in a loving, caring way, and, you know, and in a disciplined way when necessary. And I just give, I guess my prayer would be that all of us remember this, you know, and don't, you know, don't try and do this alone, again, if you're stressed out, because I, I have gotten stressed out in the past with the church about this, and I didn't, you know, share it with people. And I know you have, you know, I've done that before, Lord, and I just pray that nobody else does that because you've given us a wonderful family and i give thanks to all this in your son's name amen